the southern money was headed pretty fairly and squarely towards the coast where they were selling the properties in Sydney and Brisbane for big money and coming up here and buying beachfront for a million dollars, you know, and putting the change in their back pocket. Rockhampton's been the benefit of ongoing industrial development, ongoing job creation opportunities, and we've always been considered a nice solid area, and uh, we've just got more solid as time goes on, and that's not looking like stopping. Welcome to the Property Brief Podcast, proudly brought to you by the REIQ, Queensland's peak body for real estate professionals. I'm your host, Rob Dory. The REIQ has zone chairs located in regions across Queensland. The zone chairs are experienced professionals who represent the REIQ at a local level and engage with the real estate community. Today, I'm joined by Rockhampton zone chair, Noel Livingston, to have a look at what's happening in the Rockhampton property market. As a born and bred local, Noel has more than 35 years experience in real estate and is a principal of professionals Livingston and Malloy Real Estate. Welcome, Noel. How are you doing? I'm very well, thanks, Rob. Yourself? Mate, I'm fantastic. Tell us uh, about the residential market in uh, your region. How's it looking currently? All good up here, Rob. You know, look, we went through, like everybody else, that purple patch of COVID, uh, those two years of COVID. And then along came a change of government and some change in interest rates direction. And we thought, well, oh, things are going to stop here. But look, they might have slowed down, but things are still pretty, pretty solid up our way. Yeah, let's go back to that purple patch because it was interesting, wasn't it, to see the migration. It was like everyone from south just kept on moving north. So uh, Melbourne and Sydneyites, you know, they moved to the Gold Coast in Brisbane and uh, those that were always noticing auctioning a lot of places uh, on the Gold Coast in Brisbane that people have been there for 20 years and went, okay, we're out. We're going to move to places like Rockhampton. Absolutely. Like the Capricorn Coast has been a, uh, a real uh, – has had a real benefit of, of that migration our prices on the Capricorn Coast were very attractive to southern buyers and um, it was hit really heavily during that period and uh, it's still going strong down there. So are there particular suburbs, regions, areas uh, that are really popular with buyers still now? Well, so our coastline's only 40 kilometres from Rockhampton itself and they're two quite diverse markets. The southern money was headed pretty fairly and squarely towards the coast where they were selling the properties in Sydney and Brisbane for big money and coming up here and buying beachfront for a million dollars, you know, and putting the change in their back pocket. Um, Rockhampton's been the benefit of ongoing industrial development, ongoing job creation opportunities, and we've always been considered a nice solid area, and uh, we've just got more solid as time goes on, and that's not looking like stopping. So when you talk about solid, does that include uh, from investors? Are they in the market now? Has there been a bit of a, a boom around that? The investors are back in the market, but that's. I think this is across the board. Most markets have a critical short, shortage in their um, in their rental housing department, and um, it's, it's the same here. Like a lot of our landlords took the opportunity to sell their properties when the prices were so high. And so we had a shortage in our rental pool and an increased demand. So it's quite critical, that situation. here. Besides the fantastic weather, what is it that attracts people to Rockhampton? We're nice people up here, Rob. <laughs> we get on with everybody up here. <laughs> and you mentioned about uh, improvements over the last years and uh, continuing moving into the future as, as far as, I guess, uh, work and what have you in Rockhampton. Tell us a little bit more about that. We've had a lot of things happening. We're quite a diverse economy in that, like beef, we've always been known as the beef capital, but we also uh, have a heavily influenced by the mining communities. 
Um, there's also we have a massive defence project at Shoalwater Bay, which is covers people don't realise the value of Shoalwater Bay in our region. It covers the total area, including its marine area, of 400,000 plus hectares. The Singapore government have got heavily involved in, in, in the infrastructure up there and it's continuing to develop to a point where I think it could become a major force in our regional economy here. So when you say a major force, is that bringing in a lot of jobs locally or people moving to the area for those jobs to, to, to fill uh, the void, I guess, of uh, people with the skills? Absolutely. Uh, that particular project also, there's plenty of speculation because of the of what they have up there as far as the land area, the marine area and whatever, that the possibility of a permanent army base up there is a very real one. But it's not the only thing that's going on here at the moment. We have a brand new ring road, which is a five-year project, which will take the trucking uh, traffic away from Rockhampton. Heaps of jobs involved in that. Uh, we also have Alliance Airlines that just built a hangar at Rockhampton Airport where they intend to service all their planes Australia-wide out of Rockhampton. So, look, we've got lots of things going on up here. What do you think the reason is that uh, some of these industries are moving their bases uh, to where you are? I think it's more it's less expensive to run out of a regional community than it is out of a, out of a, a city like Brisbane or whatever and our access to the products and the labor force they need is is easier it's just um, our local governments are keen to this and are promoting this all the time so I'm guessing logistically, uh, compared to Sydney and Melbourne, I mean, you see, for instance, just trucks on the roads in uh, in those major cities uh, being gridlocked, getting to and from warehousing and what have you. It's uh, obviously not an issue, I would think, in Rockhampton. It, well, it's not a major issue, but we're, we're dead set square bang on the Bruce Highway, so we are still getting a lot of trucking traffic through here, and this will alleviate a lot of it, but it's a project that's going to, as I said, take five years, so it'll take a little bit of time. And the commercial property market, uh, how's that looking and, and what areas of commercial are, are stronger than others and where are people putting their money? Well, commercial uh, property at the moment is a bit of a mixed bag up here. Um, COVID, once again, has had its influence on, on our commercial properties. You have a situation where with retail itself, you're having more and more online purchasing. Uh, it used to be just the kids, but now everyone's become attuned to it. So retail shops are a little bit harder to lease. Uh, commercial property itself, as far as office space is concerned, similar in that some people are now aware of the fact that they can operate remotely as effectively as they can within an office. But then on the upside of things, our industrial side of things in Rockhampton is going gangbusters, where we have companies decentralising, companies involved in their projects up here, buying property here and leasing property here. So that side of things has been fantastic. It's interesting, isn't it? We're seeing that in a lot of areas uh, as far as, you know, the shopping precincts or or more so, I probably should say, um, office space in some cases with people working from home is not needed as much, but it's uh, being filled with uh, with industrial business and the like. That's right. Yeah, we're very much seeing that here. So your economy in, in general, uh, what's driving it and how's it going? The economy's great at the moment. As I said, all these projects that are creating jobs have the overflow into all areas of business. And um, look, most business, most sectors of the business community are going strongly. Uh, we're like anyone else, our hospitality industry was, has been affected by staff shortages. But apart from that, everything else, is, everything else is nice and strong here in Rocky. And if you were here today and saw the weather here today, you'd understand why they're all coming here. 
I take it tourism's back. I, I haven't been to Rocky for a very, very long time. If I was to pack up the family and head your way, any recommendations? Oh, look, we were so excited about the potential of Gina Reinhardt buying Keppel Island because Keppel Island is the jewel in the crown for anyone who's ever been to the Whitsunday Islands and the islands off the Queensland coast. That, unfortunately, is not going to happen. But if you come our way, don't miss Keppel Island. And uh, just uh, finally, you did touch on it ever so briefly a few moments ago. Yeah. Uh, vacancy rates, uh, how are they in Rocky? 0.4% on, on last call. We've been running at uh, less than 1% for well over two years now. The applications on average to regional housing are coming in at 20 to 30 to 40 applications per property. Uh, yeah, it's pretty scary up here if you're looking to rent. What do you think needs to, to change in that space to uh, loosen that up a bit? Obviously, more houses. Um, and, and what are the- Yeah, we need more houses. We, well, it's forced our rental prices up. Yep. which has now become an attraction to investors. So we are back there showing to investors again now. And so hopefully we can get to a point where there's a bit of an equilibrium there where, you know, demand and supply aren't so far apart. Are there any plans uh, for medium uh, density or high density or even just uh, subdivisions of blocks and uh, for people to build their family homes? We've got strong um, subdivisions happening on the northern part of Rockhampton. So, yeah, those opportunities are there, but that's going to take a little bit of time. To get those investors back and buying existing properties is going to help things a lot quicker than it will with, with waiting for something to be built. For those that are listening in other parts of Queensland that maybe want to invest, what sort of money would we expect to get into a market like Rocky to invest? Uh, look, Rocky's medium prices are only sort of in the, in the low to mid threes. So you're only looking at, at that sort of money to get into our market. You're guaranteed to finding a tenant. Uh, we're a wonderful place to invest. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Noel. I'll, you, um, I'll be talking to my wife, and I think as soon as I mention Keppel Island, um, she will be booking flights immediately, uh, any chance and any reason to get away on a holiday, and I uh, look forward to uh, meeting you there. Great. Thanks very much, Rob. I'm Rob Dory. Thank you for listening to the Property Brief Podcast, proudly brought to you by the REIQ, Queensland's peak body for real estate professionals. For industry updates, latest news and market overviews from industry specialists and practising professionals, follow us on your favourite podcast platform. Listener.